listeners and welcome to another episode of the Alpha Project, a podcast run by martinetti.com. This is your trusted platform for discussions centered around men's health, wellness and the power of herbal medicine. I'm your host, Martin Eddy, and in today's episode we're going to explore the theme that touches every one of us, and that is managing expectations. Not only managing those expectations being yourself, but of others, and the stress that surrounds them. Let's begin by setting the scene. We live in a world that often feels like it's moving at 100 miles an hour. Expectations are high um, from our employers, from our families, our partners, our friends, and most critically, from ourselves. This intense pressure, if not managed effectively, can become a significant source of stress. It can impact not just our mental health, but also our physical well-being. So let's unpack this further. What do we mean when we say expectations? Well, an expectation is a strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. It's a mental state of looking forward to something. However, it becomes problematic when the expectation is either unrealistic or doesn't align with our own aspirations or capacities. The harder definition is what is an expectation that we have for the world, for others. Now, this expectation is this pre-programmed thought pattern that we're expecting something to be in a certain way. So it's more like a prediction. We predict XYZ will happen in this way. And this is where problems start to arise. We'll talk about this a bit later on. But remember, we're all different people. And how I view expectations and how you view expectations might differ slightly. Especially if you are neurodivergent, your expectations will differ completely differently to somebody else's. And we can talk about that later on, and we can also talk about that one-to-one, should you wish to. Now I want you to take a moment to reflect. How many times have you found yourself striving to meet someone else's expectations? How often have you set aside your own goals or desires in order to fit into somebody else's mould? And most importantly, how has this affected your stress levels and your overall well-being? Now I want you to just take a moment to consider that. These are not easy questions, but they're necessary. By acknowledging and understanding the impact of external expectations on our lives, we can start to reclaim control. Remember, it's your life, your happiness and well-being, and that should be top priority. Establishing your own standards and living by them is not just an act of self-respect, but it's also self-care. But how do we put this into practice? One effective strategy is setting boundaries. This involves communicating our, our limits clearly, whether it's at work or at home. It's not about conflict. We're not creating conflict here, but it's about promoting mutual respect and understanding. By defining your own boundaries, you're helping others 
understand what they can expect from you, which in return can reduce the stress and the pressure that you both could potentially feel. Now it's also important that you also respect their boundaries as well, which we're going to talk about a little later on. Now, here's the crucial part. Once you've set these boundaries, it's essential you uphold them. It's easier said than done, right? It can be difficult, especially when we fear disappointing others. But remember, asserting your boundaries is not an act of defiance, but rather a step towards balanced relationships and reduced stress. Now, we're going to take a little detour here because what I wanted to say can come a little bit later, but there's something important that I want to kind of slide into here. If you set boundaries and a person does not respect them or totally ignores them, you need to reassess your situation and that person in your life because boundaries are there for your own well-being. And if someone decides to ignore them, they don't respect you. They're telling you, you don't matter to me. So the only thing you can do there is to extricate yourself from that situation and remove that person from your life. These are what we call toxic people. They are people who have no desire to help you, who have no desire to respect you. All they want is to make your life pretty much hell. And they're winning. When you get angry at them, you are letting them win. Now, how could it be that you're letting them win? Well, when we get angry, we put effort into something. We put this sense of raw emotion and the thought processes behind this person by affirming to ourselves and to them they're actually important in our life if you take away that anger that resentment they're not important to you all they are is a reaction now i want you to think about that and i want you to think of times in your life when that was the case and it could be that this time is now and i want you to think how could that have changed now we're going to switch gears a little bit and we're going to talk about um, stress management and then we're going to circle back and talk about expectations of others. Now when we talk about stress management there's lots of different techniques and we've all experienced that rush of adrenaline. When a deadline is looming, when the anxieties are up, when we're facing a challenging situation, that stress in small doses can be a motivating factor. But when it becomes chronic, that's when it's time to intervene. One stress management technique that's been gaining popularity is mindfulness. I'm a huge advocate of mindfulness. And it involves being fully present in the moment, acknowledging your feelings and thoughts without any judgment, and letting them float by. And this can be achieved through meditation or by simply taking a few moments each day to sit quietly and breathe. Physical activity is another powerful tool for stress management. Whether it's a lunchtime walk in the park, a morning jog, 
or a yoga session, engaging in regular physical activity can significantly reduce stress levels. And it's not about high intensity workouts. Even gentle movements can have a positive impact on your mood and stress levels. My regular activity is I go for a walk at lunchtime and from where we are, there's two bridges and I will do a lap of the bridges. I get a beautiful walk down the embankment and on nice days you get to see all the people and the chilling and yeah, great place to be recharged. For me, that is a huge kind of moment of stress relief and just mental clarity. It's just being in the moment on that walk. Highly recommend you find your own lap to do at lunchtime and you'll find that you'll start to gain clarity and peace of mind. Now, let's not forget about nutrition and sleep. These are two key pillars to having both physical and mental health. Consuming a balanced diet and ensuring we get enough rest can work wonders for stress management. Now, sleep in particular, if you decide you don't want to have six hours sleep and you give yourself say five hours to sleep because you've been busy it is actually going to take you two days to recover from that two days in which your cortisol levels are going to spike recent studies have shown this and the conclusion is it's vitally important you get six hours of sleep minimum now when it comes to diet there isn't a perfect diet you'll see all over the internet all over social media where people say eat this don't eat this in essence, there's no such thing as a perfect diet. Too much of anything is bad for you. Not enough of some things is also bad for you. So just eat a, what I call a balanced diet. That is three square meals a day. Make sure that they're colourful. Plenty of vegetables there. Decent amount of protein, whether it be vegetable-based or meat-based. And the key thing is, as long as you enjoy eating it, don't make yourself eat something that you don't really want to eat. Again, that's for setting an expectation that you should be healthy. There's no such thing as a healthy diet. There's no such thing as a perfect diet. Each of us is different. Just roll with what you like. And I know what you're going to be thinking. All of this is easier said than done. And when you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed, going for a walk or thinking of eating a healthy diet, not manageable. That is again because you're setting an expectation that you can't quite live up to. That's not a bad thing. As long as you recognize that actually yeah i can't manage that but i can manage this instead it's always about the but if then you're good to go so maybe yeah you can't go for a walk every lunchtime but maybe once a week you could or perhaps you could get off the bus a stop early and have a little walk into work there's other options and there's always a compromise with every goal don't think that there's this huge pressure for you to do these things because again as we're talking about expectations, you're setting expectations which you can't meet, which is then going to cause further stress. And for those of you who have been in that state of chronic stress for a while, this is where herbal medicine can help. Herbal medicine can really help in supporting people to come back into themselves, to give them the energy to push back at these boundaries that have been placed around them, which aren't necessarily their own. I use herbs like um, ashwagandha, and lion's mane and ginsengs to help people overcome 
this social boundary, these educational boundaries, the work boundaries, all of them, and allow themselves to set their own boundaries. Relieving the expectations and living pretty well afterwards. Here at martinetti.com, I focus on providing natural solutions to help manage stress. Herbal medicine is rooted in centuries of tradition and experiences that offers this holistic approach to stress management. And it's not about masking the symptoms, but addressing that root cause. What has made you stressed to begin with? What trauma in your life has triggered this response? Who in your life is continuing to trigger these responses? And with the help of herbal medicine and consultations, we get to the bottom of that. And we can really help you just push past it. And that is what we want, just for you. There's a whole bunch of herbs that have different properties. Um, some can promote relaxation and sleep, and others can help reduce anxiety, and others can help you support um, in your body's stress response. And there's not one size fits all, or one herbal medicine fit, fits all. Each person gets a bespoke medicine. And that's why it's important. You'll probably see a lot of people say, oh, well, I took this supplement and it didn't work. Well, it's not going to work if it's not the right one for you. For example, St. John's wort. Now, St. John's wort is a wonderful herb and it does have its place in this world. However, I don't use it that often with my clients. The reason why, it's not suitable for most people. It's a herbal SSRI, which is just putting a plaster on it. So we use other things and in consultations they come out and we figure out what they need to help manage the expectations in their life. Now that's enough about herbal medicine for the moment. We're going to be swinging backwards a little bit and talking about understanding and managing the stress and expectations. And this is by setting the strategies that we've spoken about previously and it's also about mindset. Now, the start of it is by practicing self-compassion. And this can make a huge difference. And it's about acknowledging we're all human. It's okay to make a mistake. But we've got to put our needs first. And the amount of people I have to say this to, and I'm going to say it to you all now, you are worthy and you're worthy of your own compassion. Now I'm going to let you have a moment to think about that. Similarly, developing resilience. And this is the ability to adapt well in the face of adversity. It can help us navigate stressful situations and manage others' expectations more effectively. And remember, building resilience is not a solitary journey. It's okay to reach out for help, whether it's from friends, family or professionals. In the end, managing the expectations of others is about living a life that's true to who you are. And it's also about valuing your own well-being and establishing those healthy boundaries and taking care of our physical and mental health. Now, the same can be said on managing our expectations of other people. This is the bit where we have a bit of a home truth moment. And I'm gonna tell you, it's highly unfair 
for you to expect things of others that you would not expect of yourself. It's highly unfair to push your own expectations onto other people. Yeah, I said that. And you have to respect their boundaries as well. This is a two-way street. You can't expect other people to respect your boundaries if you're not going to be doing the same thing. By not respecting someone else's boundaries, you are that toxic person that has been causing chaos in your life. You're doing the same thing in someone else's. And don't expect more than people have capacity for. Now this includes things in your work life, in your home life, and in your social life. Respect those boundaries. Don't put these undue expectations onto other people. Practice kindness. If someone's struggling, ask them, what can I do to help? By just showing this little bit of compassion, you are actually going to be helping their mental health and your own at the same time. So just think of that. Now, this next part I was inspired by from the wonderful uh, Mel Brooks. If there is a person in your life that you feel runs counterintuitive uh, to your own needs and requirements, just let them. Their life and the way they live is none of your concern. Keeping them in your life is your choice, but don't ask them to change to suit you. Here is an example for you. Say you're in a relationship and it's in the early days and you find they're a messy person. But you like things to be clean and orderly. There is no way you can change this person. This person is probably messy for a reason and asking them to change is not the best move. If this person isn't compatible with you, then perhaps you both need to have that discussion. Sometimes compromises can be made, but deep down asking someone to change to suit your own well-being is quite selfish, and it will lead to resentment eventually from both sides. And the same principle can be applied to other things in your life. A work colleague that doesn't pull their weight? Let them. It's your job to plan your next move, not try and manage them. We have to ask ourselves why. Why do we feel the need to dictate the lives of others? How can we have the audacity to judge them on the way they live their life and how to expect them to behave when we would be offended and outraged if someone did the same to us? That is the big question right there. So we've covered quite a bit today. But this is just the beginning of the conversation. Managing expectations and stress is an ongoing process. And it's perfectly okay to reach out for help. After all, the journey to better health is best travelled together. If you'd like to learn more about stress management through herbal medicine, or if you want to explore any of the topics we've discussed today further, please don't hesitate to get in touch. You can book a consultation with me at martineddy.com or you can drop me an email, martin at martinelli.com, very original there, and 
that brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you for joining me. Until next time, remember your health matters, make it a priority.